Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. And after nine tries on YouTube, I finally found one that didn't freeze and I'm using my laptop. Um, and uh, Sherry was right. Maybe New Jersey was better, but uh, my iMac for some reason just kept freezing. So my apologies to anybody that joined, couldn't get on. I, I've been on for about 42 minutes here now. On the final one, I deleted the others. So if you want to go back and look at the actual live portion, um, you can. I will post just the... Uh, so what I'm doing is I basically video record uh, and I audio record. The audio is put up on Spotify and all of the podcast platforms. And the video is actually posted as a video. If you want to watch the live and look at some of the other stuff um, that I do, it's typically about an hour while I record, but you can just go on to YouTube and look at the live on the, the chat. Uh, if you look below, there's a link um, in the description with a link tree with all of the social media stuff that I have, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and YouTube. And there's a place for you to tip. So if you do make money, don't forget, I'm your bartender. <laughs> um, I'm your boy. Hit me up with it with a nice little thank you tip, uh, if you would. I do all of this for free. So, um, and by the way, nobody's signing up for Visible, is what I'm told. Um, uh, I I just don't see anybody signing up for Visible. So if again, if you're paying more than thirty bucks a month for a phone service, get Visible. The first month, I I can't imagine that you're happy paying $45 a month for T-Mobile um, when I have people who just complain, complain about the network on T-Mobile. Um, I like it's on Verizon. Visible, there's a link down below. You save $20 off your first month. Your first month can be as low as $25 for a single line. So your first month is $5. So get your family to sign up. You get a $20 discount when they sign up. So maybe your second and your third month is uh, $5. Um, yeah, so uh, let's talk about some of the new two news points this morning uh, peaked up my ears. Uh, Fed Governor Logan, uh, she just said, the data does not justify pausing in June. Woo! Well, that made the market kind of take notice, and we went down, but we've come back. So the market is pricing in a pause in June, so... That's essentially what you have to know. If we don't get a pause in June, uh, you'll see it pull back. Um, but the other bit of news was unemployment claims were not as bad as hoped. So that might indicate that there might not be a pause in June. Uh, but let's talk about SPY. We are bumping up right against that 420. So we're at 415.93. Uh, you're bumping right up against that 420. And that 420 is a significant uh, barrier. And so it's resistance. Uh, if we look at the weekly, you've still got confirmation up here. You have not gone above this 420 kind of rising wedge here. And you've hit it once where you actually broke it, but it didn't hold. 
You hit it twice right there. You hit it three times right there. You hit it four times right here. And you've hit it five times here. Does it hold or does it use it as resistance? Well, remember, if we do break through, uh, old resistance becomes support. So if we break through and hold for, a few, uh, for at least uh, a few days, I think you can look at that and you can say, you know what, maybe it, it, it's become support again. Uh, but that's the one. Let's take a look at cues. Um, and by the way, in the four-hour algorithm, you are still a buy in SPY. Four-hour algorithm in cues, you were a buy here April 28th at 3.20. You're at 3.33. It's not a bad gain in, in the cues. Cues are used for long-term tracking and trending. If you just want to invest in cues, invest in cues. But it's got all the confirmation in the world. If we go and we look at the weekly, <clears throat> again, uh, I think we're in a bull market. Look at that. I mean, it, this was the bear market. This is the bull market. If we continue on with a bull market like we have in the 2018 when they uh, raised interest rates and then started to lower them, and you can see that boom. Uh, COVID, where we went into that, that little short two, three-month bear market, and then boom, it was a bull market. Then there was all of last year, 2022. We were in a bear market for one year. There were bounces, but it was a bear market for one year. I think this is the start of the bull market again. And I think at some point in time, we get back to that 400 on the queues. Um, so you might be asking, well, you know, if I'm going to invest in, in, in SPY, why don't I just do UPRO? Why don't I just do one of these triple levered uh, uh, ETFs? Now, the one that I really want to look at is TQQQ. And TQQQ right now, you were buy at $27.64. I think you've come close to that 10%. You're at $30.92. It's broken out above this wedge. You're in danger of a pullback. Take your profits when you can. You don't want something to happen. Um, where, you know, something in Ukraine starts happening and boom, all the way you're down at 25, take your profits, take some money off the table, um, take your 20%, 10%, whatever you've made. But TQQ, what I wanted to look at is this year to date Q's are up 26%. TQQQ is up 82%. Uh, yeah. If you would have just bought and held it, yeah, there were peaks and valleys, but you'd be up 82%. SPY, you're up 9%. UPRO, which is a triple levered ETF, is up 22%. So it's not quite, uh, maybe that's a double levered ETFs. But again, these ETFs don't always work. They're not always in line. They're meant to be short-term trading. One year, uh, look at Q's. You're up 14%. TQQQ, you're only up 9%. SPY, you're up 6%. UPRO, you're down 1.13. Let's go three year. Uh, QQQ, you're up 46%. TQQQ, you're up 60%. SPY, you're up 40%. UPRO, you're up 101%. Timing matters. Um, I don't know, you know, listen, as long as you continue to think that we're in this forever long uh, bull market, which has been the case um, for a very long time, and make no doubt about it, there is no politician in the world. There is no government in the world that wants this thing to stop. So TQQQ might not be a bad long term, but just realize I think you'd be better off in QQQ because if for some reason, take Elon Musk, 
He said, don't assume that Taiwan is never going to be invaded by China. China has said they want to reunify. He, this guy's in meetings with the top-level Chinese. Um, he says it will happen. If that happens, Apple will fall 40% in a day. If that happens, uh, Google will fall 40% in a day. If that happens, you will see an enormous crash of the market. You will see multiple halts of the entire market uh, if they make a move. So I, I just want you to be careful because, again, if you got into TQQQ and you said, hey, I'm going to buy up here in December 2021 at $84. Well, you're not even halfway back because if you bought at 84, you're only at 30 now. But again, from a long term, if you bought back here uh, at the height of COVID at 25 and you rode it all the way up to 80, uh, kudos to you. But if you didn't take your profits somewhere along the way, you're not up that much right now. And what was that, three years ago? So, you know, timing does matter. If you bought it back here in 2018 at $3, you're doing great at $30. Um, so timing does matter. Let's talk about Home Depot and how any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Home Depot, they announced their earnings weren't so good. Home Depot said, you know what? Hey, we're not doing that well and our stores are down, blah, blah, blah. The, the stock went down to... Uh, 277. 277. Uh, today it's at 292. It's on its way back. Um, you want to be careful because Kramer did say, hey, this is a stock that's going above 300. Well, we know where Kramer says uh, inverse always wins. But it is an interesting one in that any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Lowe's, which is the direct competitor to Home Depot. Uh, they went down on their on uh, Home Depot earnings to under 200. I say this one, you buy it under 200, you sell it over 200. Their earnings are coming up next week, May 22nd. I, my opinion, I think you wait until the earnings. You don't buy it on this cross up at 207. In my mind, it's just too expensive. What are they going to announce? They're going to announce a softening consumer. And what? Where's that going to take the stock? Well, let's see. It's probably going to take it back here. Now, there is a gap that's been covered. There's nothing kind of standing out to me on this chart that says, you know, there's any reason to buy it. Under 200, you buy it. Under two, over 200, you sell it. Simple as that for Lowe's. Um, in uh, Home Depot's earnings, it's pretty clear that last year's comparisons are taking a lot of the algorithms and saying, hey, uh, let's get this down. Well, I looked at PXD and I looked at an article, a Zach's article on um, Finviz, and they're expected to report um, $5 for the next quarter. They already reported, but they're expected to uh, report $5 for the next quarter. Well, that's going to take them 40% down year over year. Uh, look at last year's earnings, um, if I can pull back there. Um, last year's earnings, $9.36, $7.74, $7.48. This year, you're at $5.91, at $5.21. Well, that's because oil and gas are down. So the year-over-year -year comparisons are hurting PXD. Um, and that's exactly what, what's going on. They're still returning you 11%. Um, there is a time when that price has to go up. OPEC is too interested in that being at $90 to $100. Uh, if not 120. 
So I just wanted to make mention that, hey, energy is just not doing really well this year at all. If we look at the XLE and we go from a long-term standpoint, I'm going to look at a weekly. Um, and we, we were in this wedge. And all of a sudden, uh, from January, <coughs> excuse me, which is right here, uh, and XLE was trading at 88, you're at 77. You're probably getting the downside of those wedge and breaking it. You probably pull back to the the 200 day, which is 60 uh, at some point in time. If we go into a recession, remember recession brings energy prices down, uh, and that's the deal. I mean, you know, I'm still uh, I'm still investing in PXD and others for the long term. I'll take the 10% uh, dividend and I'll hold it for one or two years. This is the same as Exxon. I mean, think about Exxon, for, for example. Uh, and yeah, it's a little bit different in the, the timing is different. But Exxon, when I was buying back here at, you know, um, December, I think it was uh, 2021 where I started buying at 55, 45 in that neighborhood um, and down here. Uh, yeah, it wasn't something that, you know, everybody was saying, well, it was at 33 in November of 2020. It got down to COVID. I don't think energy is coming back. Well, if you buy it on the way up and you just continue to add to it with your dividends and stuff, you'll be fine. This, this is a chart that I think, you know, again, Exxon is at all-time highs, uh, closer to 120 and stuff. I think you're okay. Uh, let's talk about DPST. And DPST had a good day yesterday. Uh, the regional banks were good. I think it was uh, Western Alliance announced that they were... Uh, uh, they had enough deposits or something and they got popped. So everybody popped. The algorithm has you in at 396 and you're at 521. You're up half a percent in pre-market. You were way up. Look, it's got confirmation. It's up there. If you want to invest in DPST, go ahead and do it. They pre-announced a reverse split, a 10 for one. So it's going to $30. I can guarantee you that. Just maybe your investment isn't going to, to go up 10 to 1. But it's a reverse split 10 for 1. They want to keep that price up there around 30. So expect this one to kind of probably come. This gap up here at 11, that would mean 110, 111. I don't think you're getting there. I think it's out of pace. But I do think that maybe if you go to 60 or 70, because remember, it's $6.79, you get reverse split 10 for 1. Uh, so it's going to be a $60 stock. I think that's still in the works. The biggest news with banks to me was Schwab went out to the bond market and got $2.5 billion to secure their business. Uh, it did not move. So I think $50 is the swing on this one. Uh, I think if you don't have it today, could you buy it $51.55? Absolutely. I think it's a $60 stock. If we go to FinViz and we look at Schwab, um, the most recent uh, upgrade was Raymond James with a $63 price target. Are you upset if you bought at 51 when it gets to 63? No. Uh, I, th I think this bank is here to stay. I think if it does get in trouble, I think you'll see actually a bidding war for uh, large parts of this bank for uh, JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs. Uh, let's talk about TikTok is now banned in Montana. Simple as that. You know what that's good for? That's good for Meta. Um, there's talk of how the hell are they going to do that? We don't know, blah, blah, blah. This is big for Meta. Meta's good. I mean, Meta just had their earnings. There's no real catalyst on the, the front. I do think when Apple announces their headset, 
I think Meta takes a little tumble. Um, I'm hearing such good things. There's a great Wall Street Journal um, video on YouTube if you want to look for it uh, about Apple's headset and how Apple entered the uh, the self the the music business with the iPod and how uh, digital music players were a small industry and then all of a sudden it's an enormous industry. How when uh, smartphones were a small industry and then Apple introduced the iPhone, then all of a sudden it's an enormous industry. Um, how Apple went into the watch business and how the uh, digital watch business was a super small uh, community. And then all of a sudden it blew up. They think that is what they will do for, uh, for the headset business. Now, the first headsets are $3,000. Uh, they are focused on developers. Uh, it is a game changer because supposedly it's got incredible stuff, meaning FaceTime in 3D. Um, meaning it's got cameras that you can look at, uh, or, or, you know, around the room and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know exactly what's going to go on, but I've heard it's really good. Uh, I talked about while I was in New Jersey, chat GPT, uh, it's the, the Twitter handle is chat GPT trader. Uh, and he's up 1%, not doing bad. Um, quick portfolio update, the sample size too short to be relevant, but chat GPT is up. Uh, 1% so far. Buy sales happening one to two times a week. So he's not, he's not doing, they're not doing a daily um, day trading strategy with ChatGPT. It's one to two times a week. Um, yeah. Uh, they have a link here, gptportfolio.com and your, your uh, trades will execute automatically. I'm just kind of following along. I, I'm not in that one, blah, 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 but I do think that it's interesting. Uh, John from Facebook wanted my take on a dividend player that is involved in uh, almost every REIT out there. Uh, it is AMT, American Tower. I have not been a super fan of American Tower. I think they, similar to energy, they suck you in this with, with this enormous dividend. Um, but American Tower's uh, REITs that give you good dividends they don't benefit in putting the money back into their, their business. Uh, whereas I think energy makes enough money to give you a huge dividend and reinvest back in their business. So let's look at AMT from a, um, a fundamental standpoint. It's PE is 64, super, super high. Uh, they give a 3.2% dividend. Um, year to date, they're down 9%, 10%. Uh, performance over one year is 17%. Their average target price is 241. They're 32% below their 52-week high. They are only 7% above their 52-week low. Um, the most recent upgrade came from Moffitt Nathanson with a, two, a downgrade to $234 price target. I'm not a fan of this. Um, I, and, and the reason I'm not a fan of this is, uh, take a look at the performance from a long-term perspective. Uh, this was when REITs really started kind of taking off. Uh, this is a, an enormous REIT, make no mistake about it. It is a good REIT. Um, but I just don't think that REITs are something that people are kind of investing in and, and you're getting killed on this one. As you go back, I mean, from a long-term perspective, isn't an opportunity when it was trading up here at 284 and I told you, you could get it for 190, you'd absolutely take it. I'm just not a huge fan of it. And, and again, remember 
Uh, it's my opinion. Somebody asked me about new the other day, and I said, no, it's not a good one. All of a sudden, it's up 10% on earnings. Remember, I'm a tech investor. I'm a tech guy. But look at these sales at 195 at 233 at 220 and they're fairly big. I mean, one of the directors is selling $2 million worth of stuff um, down here in November uh, at 207 Guy selling almost $10 million worth of uh, uh, stuff. Uh, February 27th, $2 million. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Um, John, I, I would say if you like this one, I would probably buy one of the other REITs that includes this. I wouldn't buy this one out, out outside of it. Buy a, a mixed REIT. And I'm just not that good at that one. Google uh, REIT. Google American Tower REIT. And you'll see, uh, or even you can probably go in your brokerage firm. If you had Fidelity, you can go in and look at REITs that include AMT. And then uh, rank them. Because uh, Fidelity does have that kind of tool. Uh, D-Man on YouTube. I think there's a gap fill opportunity for Onan. Uh, I can't tell if I'm reading it short, but I think it will gap at 19, then go back up. Um, D-Man has been right on a lot of his picks. So he's waiting for Onan to go back to 20. Let's take a look at it. Uh, Onan, if you're not aware, it's kind of a new Nike. It is super small. It is not Nike size. Uh, it does not have Nike's brand power. It does not have Nike's um, fulfillment. It does not have Nike's technology. It does not have Nike's um, uh, vast uh, portfolio of athletes. But it is a. Re it was started by Roger Federer, uh, and he does have athletes that are winning Grand Slams in tennis, biking, blah blah blah. He's got a lot and golf. I think they have golf too. But running in particular, which I'm, um, um, I do run. Uh, their shoes are pretty hype. Like this would be the AI company uh, of running, uh, if that's kind of. But it was back here when it was in the 20s, when it was you know kind of the AI portion. Um, you know, it, it's it's gone through its hype stage, and I think now it's starting to grow in. You can see the the algorithm just got you out of a 39% gain on this one. You could have gotten 40, 50%. It's pulling back here. D-Man's right. There's a gap here between 21 and 25. I think that's right in range. Um, they made $0.05 cents per share. Their outlook was not very good. Their RSI is down at 24. It is completely oversold. I don't know that you necessarily want to go into this one unless you buy their shoes or clothing and you like it. Look at the PE. Even at 27, that PE is 138. Forward PE is 35, which is still huge. You know, let's look at Nike. Uh, Nike's PE is 33. Their forward PE is 28, but 33. And they give a 1.16% dividend. Now, Onan, uh, their target price, their average target price is 33. They're trading at 27. So if you got to 33, kudos. Great. Their most recent, uh, they, there was a downgrade, outperformed to neutral, but they kept the $33 price target. That's what's crazy. Uh, Webbush in March, they upgraded them neutral to outperform, up their target from 20 to 25. Um, you know, Goldman back in November said, hey, neutral to buy 37 to 28. Uh, look at the inside. There's no insider transactions. Read up on it. I like your strategy there. I think you're right. I think I'd wait for it closer um, to down at the bottom of this gap, which is 21. I don't know that you wait till 20 because I do think it's enough of a hype play to get back to 30. So even if you bought today at 27, 
that's a 10% gain to getting back to 30. So I, I like your strategy there. Uh, Gabrielle from Facebook. I purchased American Express at 164. I preferred it against Visa due to low PE. What's your opinion on the stock? I'm realizing the purchase price might be a bit too high, but it's long-term. Thanks a lot. Uh, and by the way, thank you, Dakota. I was on the road yesterday driving from New Jersey to Atlanta, and Dakota responded. Dakota, you're spot on. Uh, I like you looking into the, um, the credit cards because, I mean, honestly, who doesn't use a freaking credit card? Now, here's the problem. Um, if the consumer becomes weak, then your credit card defaults become more. These companies lose money. Their interest rates are 18% now. They're sending a lot of people into a spiral. Uh, my first uh, suggestion, if you have credit card debt, don't invest. Pay off your credit card debt because you know what? If you're sitting there investing, say you've got 100 bucks. You, you, say you've got you know, $10,000 in, in, in credit card debt, uh, but you've got uh, $1,000 in your investment account and you're looking to make your daily 10%. Uh, well, a thousand dollars in your investment account, making ten percent is a hundred bucks. You know what? Take that thousand dollars, throw it into your credit card, and pay off the principal with that thousand dollars. And you know what? You just gave yourself thirteen to eighteen percent, whatever your credit card's actually uh, charging. So if you've got credit card debt, first off, get off it. There's a reason these stock prices are so high. American Express at one sixty four. I don't think it's a bad play. Um, your actual uh, 200 days at 162. They got dinged on their earnings because they gave a poor outlook and people, you know, business travel is not coming back and, and make no mistake, American Express is based on business travel. Now, travel to China, travel to outside the US, it's up and that's where American Express will thrive. I'd say dollar cost average your way up. If you bought a bunch at 164, um, and, and it was based on some type of, uh, strategy where it was about the 200 day. I don't think that's bad, but as it goes down, you've got to add to it. Um, if you think that it's a long-term play, uh, typically like look at my Cleveland cliffs investment. I have not sold Cleveland cliffs. I want to hold this for at least a year. I've been waiting for it to hit some type of bottom. Well, it seems like 15 is that bottom. So I need to start adding to it. I bought it up here. The 200-day is still at 1830. Uh, I think my average price is up here at 20. I am way down on this one. But I did a small buy. And I just did a small buy thinking, you know, at some point this goes to 30. Um, and I was completely wrong. Completely wrong. Um, but again, uh, I think American Express, when you look at AXP, I think you did it right, Gabriel. Um, God, it, it makes me so happy that you guys are doing this. But AXP, the, the PE is 15. Um, when we look at competitors, we look at Visa, the, the PE is 31. When you look at MasterCard, uh, MA is the symbol. I forgot what the symbol was. 38 PE. Um, you know, these are companies that are way up 11%, 14% over one year, 13%. And that's in a bear market. Um, when you look at Visa, they're way up 14% over one year in a bear market. Um, uh, let's look at American Express, and it, they're down. I don't think it's a bad thing. Personally, uh, I know people who get American Expresses um, for the lounge access who travel a lot. I, I have American Express card through uh, ID shop where I work. They give it to me. I like it. So, um, yeah. 
So let's look at some scans. Uh, first one, Exxon. This is a no-brainer. I think as it gets closer to 100, I think you start adding to it. It's just got, it doesn't have a price point on our algorithm yet, but I think you just add to it. I mean, as it gets closer, well, if you want to hold oil, this is one that doesn't pay a bad dividend. Uh, it will go to 120, um, you know, from 100 to 120 at some point, you get a 3.4% dividend. It's got a PE of seven forward PE of 11. Remember what I said about PXD though? When you look at PXD, go to Finviz, look at PXD and look at this, um, Pine is a trending trending stock facts to know before betting on it. That's the one you want to look at. Um, that's the one where it says, hey, it's a 40% decrease from uh, earnings of last year. Yeah, you're only as good as let your last earnings call. Uh, another cross-up in the core portfolio, Simon Property Group. The closer this gets to 100, the more it will go to 120. Same thing as Exxon. This is a company that gives you a great dividend. Uh, I was just at Simon Property Group Malls, uh, outlet malls. It's got a 6.96% dividend. It is down 9%. I don't care that it's down 9% because look at where it opened up 2023. It opened up 2023 at 117. You will get back there. No doubt in my mind, you will be, get back there. Um, oh, social media liability shield remains untouched by Supreme Court. That's big. That should make Meta and those guys soar a little bit. Uh, Cord Energy. Let's look at this one. CHRD, uh, Cord Energy Group. Uh, this is in an ascending wedge. You just had your ex-dividend date. It was a special dividend, uh, I think. Let's see. Did they give out another like 20% dividend? 3.5%. Um, let's see. Cord, cord Energy Dividend. Uh, and we'll look at the dividend dividend history. Go to nasdaq.com uh, and you look at their dividend history. 515, they paid out $3.22. They paid out $3.22. It's $142 stock. So yeah, it's about 3%. They had a cross up here at 142. Cord Energy uh, Operation, um, uh, it acquires, exploits, develops, and explores for crude oil, natural gas, and natural gas liquids. In the Williston Basin, Cord Energy was founded in 2007, headquartered in Houston. So it's down home, USA made. Eh, 142. I think you'll be heading down to that 130 again. I don't know that I necessarily bet on it. Got that cross up. Wanted to bring it up. A triple levered UT, uh, UT, ETF, Ultra Pro Dow 30, crossed up at 55. The Dow has been, by the way, if we go back here, and I'm just going to Dow Jones... Uh, we're going to do DIA, and we're going to chart that, add comparison. We're going to do uh, <clears throat> QQQ, and we'll do SPY, and we'll take out S&P 500, compare, and we'll do year to date. The Dow's got to catch up. <laughs> Look at that. SPY is up 9.5%. Uh, DIA is up 1.23%. Um, yeah. So you Dow at 55, probably not a bad bet. It's got to catch up at some point. The Dow's just been getting hammered. But as the S&P goes for, for, for 420, I think you're going to see that one pull back as well. Remember, the Dow's only made up of 30 stocks. Uh, VIG, which is the growth fund in uh, Vanguard, VIG had a cross up. And it's at 155.55. Not a bad entry. Ah, that's for growth. Now, one did come up, uh, FedEx. 
FDX is the symbol. Uh, this one came up as a cross-up up here, and it's a little bit high. It's a secondary cross-up. You had this cross-up here at 229.05, um, and it got you out, but it's got another cross-up. It's trading at 233. It's up 4% today. Here's what you have to know. Right before I was on air, um, Jim Cramer was on saying that he loves the CEO, loves the company, and he has the club buying. Do not buy here. It's going to cover this gap down here to 206. Inverse always wins. Um, you know, if we go to FedEx, I don't think it's a bad company. I think they are turning things around. Um, the average target price is 251. You're only 6% off your 52 week high of uh, 248. You're up 34% year to date. Uh, performance over one year, you're up 4%. It, it's PE is 19. It has overtaken UPS as the stock of the day. The uh, UPS's PE is 13. They're down 0.72. Uh, again, time matters. At 172, UPS, um, it shouldn't be up at 200. Uh, it should be at this 172. Its average target price is 190. Uh, it's 52-week range. It's right in the middle. 52-week low is 154. 52-week high of 209. FedEx is just taking it over, but I would buy it at a lower price. Um, I think you want to get it under that 200-day, and that 200-day at 210 with the gap down here at 206, I think you wait for it there. Uh, Intel Corp, we talked about Intel being the trigger, uh, the pivot point is 30, buying when it's under 30 and selling when it's over 30. Well, it didn't really get that far down below 30. Um, it got to the 28, 2868 here a couple days ago, uh, yesterday in fact. And it, it seems to, the MACD has crossed up. Doesn't have a buy in the algorithm yet, but the MACD has crossed up. I would say, hold on. Uh, if it goes above 30, great. If it goes to 33, great. It's still a broken company. I wouldn't buy it, uh, even though it had a cross up. Honeywell. This is one that I think you could probably buy. Kramer loves this one, and that's why I give it pause. Uh, right now, the 200-day is in a negative. The 50-day is still in a positive. Um, if you get the golden cross, I think you buy and get into this one because at 197, I think the pivot point might be 200. I just don't look at this enough to actually 100% understand it. So I would say if you get that golden cross of the 50 day crossing up on the 200 day, even though the 200 day is negative, I think you start to think that we're in a bull market and this starts to turn. So Honeywell, you might want to take that chance. It's not a bad company to hold on for the long term. Lucid. This is, I mean, if you've got somebody in your house, in, in your family, that can afford $130,000 for a car, and they want to Lucid, ask them why. Because it's not like they're giving out test drives. I, I've, I've read that uh, Lucid, uh, oh, Sam Zell passed away. Ooh, I like Sam Zell. Um, boy, what did he pass away from? He was just on CNBC, I think, a few months ago and looked in good health. Uh, 1941 to 1923. Ooh, still fairly young. Uh, 81. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but Lucid, I have heard rumors and I've had friends who have shown up to Tesla superchargers and there's a Lucid sales rep with a car and says, hey, while your car's charging, do you want to test drive? They're kind of going after their, their target market, but 
that's not a way to sell thousands and, and thousands, uh, tens of thousands or millions of cars. Uh, there's rumor that they've got to, um, they're, they're going to launch their low priced options because their high priced options just aren't working. It, the only reason to buy this now is that the Saudis take it private and, and they'll probably take it private at $10. So $7 and 22 cents, still not appetizing to me, still not appetizing to me. Um, Starbucks has a cross up. It's just too expensive. This is close to 52 week 105. I think you want to wait till it gets under 100. I, I don't trust it. It's still touching that 200 day, still too expensive for me personally. Uh, and Old Dominion Freight Line. Uh, Old Dominion Freight Line. This is one, I don't think it's the turnaround. It's not, you'd go from 306 to 360. Eh. It's not going back to 360. You got your uh, ex dividend date on June 6th, um, but it did have that cross up. Uh, let me see. Dominion ODFL. I don't know why I have dyslexia like that. It's still expensive. I mean, the P is 24. You know, year to date, you're up 7%. Eh, it's just a little bit expensive. Average target price is 325. Wait till it gets under 300. That's my take. You're 19% below your 52-week high. You're 32% above your 52-week low. Just wait on it. So, okay, uh, that's it. If you have any questions, hit me up. Make sure you join the Facebook group. Thank you for everybody who participates in that one. Answer anybody's questions. Remember, we all just have opinions. If you have an opinion and somebody asks a question on a stock, do not be afraid. If somebody said, oh, you know what? Somebody wanted me to look at AMC. I'm going to look at AMC. Uh, you know what? Since we're, we're, we're with some degenerates here on YouTube, I'm looking at AMC. Um, let's look at AMC. AMC on the four-hour algorithm, which I would, not, uh, I would not buy on, it's at 508. It is down 0.39% today. Um, the algorithm, <laughs> here's, here's a good one. The algorithm, the four-hour algorithm, if you are trading AMC and you are not subscribed to, uh, to TrendSpider, uh, and, um, yeah, you're just giving, I mean, my algorithm, mine, the four hour algorithm makes you 142% over two years on AMC. You've traded it 32 times. You have a win rate of 50%. So you're winning 50% of the time. Now here's the thing. Your average win is 25%. That's what the volatility brings you. This protects you against the downside. You make 142% with my algorithm. You know what you have if you bought two years ago and just held AMC? Uh, you know, you're one of those eight folks. Well, you lost 60%. And I think I posted in the Facebook group, um, or maybe it was my, uh, my own personal one, uh, about a guy talking and says, yeah, we, back in um, uh, January of 2021, we bought uh, GameStop and we held on to it and we were up 300 and 400%. Uh, yeah, I've been holding. I'm down 80% now. Yeah, I'm, I'm What are you holding for 80% down? Again, AMC, if you're going to the movies, kudos, buy AMC. If you're like me and you don't go to the movies and you stream more and just sit at home, don't buy AMC. I think AMC has some funding problems. I think Bob uh, Aram, I forget his first name, but Aram, who's their CEO, master carny worker. He's basically a carnival, like, you know, guy who's just out there doing the carny stuff. I mean, he's in a lawsuit right now about Ape. Ape has no value, none whatsoever. 
and yet somebody's paying $1.62 for it. It's got no value. These are not preferred shares, uh, even though he said that they're preferred shares and they can be redeemed uh, for shares at some point in time. It was a land grab. Uh, he basically saw an opportunity to take advantage of people, and that's all this is. 100% that's all this is. So I do not believe in AMC. Uh, if you want to GME, GameStop, this one has been on an absolute tear. 1665. And, and they announced a surprise earnings. And then all of a sudden you're at, what, did went to 30 No, went to $27 when it opened up. But it's been on that slide again. And then you've got the, the, the ramp up here. Now, my algorithm over you know two years, it makes you 24% in GME uh, versus buying and holding loses you 46%. Your average win is 19%, but you only win 30% of the time. So if you're picking and, and choosing where you want to get into, my algorithm's perfect. So sign up for TrendSpider. There's a link below. DSP25 gets you 25% off. You do need the elite level because it's back testing. My algorithm doesn't tell you the future. It just tells you at the current time and backwards. So there's nothing that will ever tell you forward, but it gives you a good idea and, and it provides you a way to take emotion out of your trades. And that's essentially what the algorithm does. So if you have any questions, hit me up. Again, the two sponsors, TrendSpider and Visible. If you're paying more than $25 for your phone, uh, do that. The link's down below. Take you to the link tree. If you want to uh, join on YouTube, absolutely, I would suggest you do. There, there usually is in the morning where I have uh, six live sessions where I freeze up <laughs> and it's a problem joining me. But uh, yeah, uh, YouTube's there. And if you make money, just tip your boy. Your boy. There's a PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, whichever one you want. You choose the personal ones because then there's no fees and we both get, uh, both get benefit from it. So let me know if you have any questions. Hit me up. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.